Hi, all my fellow junkies. This is South Music Attic here, and welcome to the Music Attic 27 podcast, where it's for all music lovers alike. Today, we're going to be reviewing the Slipknot album, Volume 3, The Subliminal Verses. This is the third studio album from Des Moines, Iowa, and heavy metal band Slipknot, following up from their 2001 masterpiece of an album, Iowa, coming in with a lot of aggression and disturbing lyricism that can be very abrasive, but very powerful to say the least. And it's one of their most intense albums and darkest moments in their discography, to say the least. Now, coming off to this album, here volume 3 does an interesting job in showing more of the creative aspect in this album alone and their discography in general at this point to be a little bit of a three-year break between those two albums there volume 3 does like I said an interesting job into it and bringing it back to the audience of like what they're known for uh, starting off with the song prelude 3.0 goes into a nice little subtle riff and feels a little bit eerie but more melodic to say the least too kind of more softer vocals from Corey taylor as well so very interesting to say the least for a start then would come into the track blisters exist happening to be what the mold for this album to be considered what is slipknot in that point to be a little more abrasive but kind of creative and chaotic to say the least on it too and has a nice little catchy riff throughout this whole song and the little vocal switches that he goes into the first verse seems pretty cool i do like his very entertaining to say the least and kind of a build up to the chorus will just psych you out to the second verse seems pretty dope there's a nice feel to it too and even giving into some questions of saying for the chorus uh i am all but what am i i control but i comply pick me apart then pick up the pieces i'm on even implying that he is the only one that stands out than everyone else in the world and seems pretty cool to say the least in that idea to it too and giving into a cool little marching drum breakdown a little bit too to fill in some time to the bridge and seems pretty cool and kind of a lot of energy to it too and not only that some other tracks can kind of go into that same feel such as like opium for the people or duality can kind of go into those little cool fun energetic sporastic type of song beats as well it seems pretty cool and very like i said chaotic in some cases or in some parts on this album can be very acoustic feeling such as like for the song circle to be a little bit of a ballad about cory meeting his father for the first time and it seems very interesting for that idea too to be uh having a nice little singing ballad moment and having a little nice adventurous acoustic feel through it like you're going on like a traveling journey to say the least seems very mystical for an idea for a song like this and even for some lines from some of the verses will say give me the dust of my father stand on the face of the ancients bear the secret flesh of time itself or even i know the way but i falter can't be afraid of my patience there's a sacred place rezo keeps safe and the messaging can be a little bit cryptic but it can be very interesting to find out on some of the stuff even for like the chorus saying all i wanted was the things i had before all i needed is what i never needed more all the questions i've answered will be the answers to my sins and the endings will be waiting for a beginning it seems very interesting to have like some pain and trauma to kind of open up or kind of close up some wounds to say the least and it's very fascinating 
fascinating to see that in that type of writing that Corey would go on to for a song like this on an album like this. Seems very interesting. Then a song like Vermillion, both part one and part two, will be in a very interesting storytelling sense because part one will kind of bring us into this story of a stalker and a prey or the person that they're stalking in this sense to be saying that they want this person and pretty much going into an obsession of, oh, I want this person in my life. I want them. I want them. I want them. And so on. It shows off a little bit into that primal focus for those two songs alone. The first part we're going to go into it, like I said, a little bit of a eerie creepiness behind it, kind of detailing some of the stuff that she does and being the predator in this deer dance, to say the least. Seems pretty cool. It's a nice little creepy idea behind it, too. Even also focuses on some other stuff, too, for Stalker when they say, uh, I get nervous, perverse when I see her is worse but the stress is astounding seems very interesting as well for those lines too and even another one will say hard to say what caught my attention fixing crazy aphid attraction carve my name in my face to recognize such a pheromone cult to terrorize and it feels that creepiness very well to it too and kind of feels uh, theatrical to say the least as the beat goes on to a, a very epic progression as well and make it a very epic moment to kind of wrap it up with a guitar solo and kind of makes it very interesting to say the least and having to be repeating the lines I won't let this build up inside of me I won't let this build up inside of me and it just seems very eerie to say the least that every time he repeats that line and then goes into the outro and kind of repeats the outro lines saying she isn't real I can't make her real goes into that mindset of the person that is having this obsession with their prey is just an illusion and something they can't obtain and just seems very desirable but you can get it and that's where part two would come in to be more of an acoustic somber feel onto this part of the story to be more somber and having to be feeling bad for this person that's having this undesirable obsession with something and for some lines to kind of show that would be saying she seemed dressed in all of me stretched across my shame all the torment and the pain leaked through and covered me kind of bringing in some of the remorse to it for this person to feel bad on this obsession even for some lines on the second verse saying she is everything to me the unrequited dream a song that no one sings the unattainable she's a myth that i have to believe in all i need to make it real is one more reason and just wants to keep on believing this unhealthy obsession to say the least and wants to keep it alive and wants to make it real and knowing from the audience's point of view that this thing is not going to happen their desire their obsession for this thing is not going to come true to life and that's what i like the most for those two songs alone and kind of fits well for an album like this kind of shows off a nice range of creative versatility to say the least to be kind of aggressive and abrasive in your face type of stuff to kind of small and somber piece on this album here even for a song like the virus of life is like this album's version of prosthetics that was on the self-titled debut album in 99 and seems very cool and has a very eerie whispery delivery throughout this whole song and it kind of fits well with the creepiness behind it too the song welcome kind of goes into the idea of like i am your product of what you've done for the world and all that stuff it kind of goes into that ideology behind it too kind of saying i am the product of your conduct the uncontrollable urges that made me have made us all are you proud do you even care 
it seems very interesting to go into that ideology and and seeing that point of view of the kids at that time for the parents point of view saying am i proud of you am i proud of this product that i made for this world and all that stuff and yeah the first two verses go into the idea of the child's point of view and saying oh you clawed away from human clay we are broken shards of art disarray then the third verse will go into the parents point of view and saying oh look at this little shit being ungrateful and all that stuff it's understandable saying uh how many times do i have to mistreat you constantly biting my hand as i feed you maybe now you'll understand severity welcome to the transformation welcome to annihilation welcome to the man that wanted everything but couldn't have it and it seems a very interesting point of view to go on to it too it's very fascinating to say the least then the closing track off of this album danger keep away would be going into another interesting topic in this case will be bipolar disorder and having this person having two different uh personalities living in one mind and going into the idea of being vacant and having that fight between it every single day and goes a little more into the softer vocals from Corey taylor and seems very delicate to say the least saying that place in my mind is that space that you call mine and having that little idea of two personalities fighting over it and for one mind seems pretty decent saying where i have been all this time lost and enslaved fragile and declined i've been waiting for this to unfold but the pieces are only as good as the whole and showing this as a non-stop battle endlessly no matter what and it seems very tragic to say the least on it and having these little eerie pianos throughout this whole song and having the vocals being echoed throughout the whole song seems very creepy and eerie and it's amazing as well for a song like this to close up an album like this pretty cool nicely executed it's very dope i like it Overall, this album here is a very creative album, a little bit different from Iowa, and after a three-year gap, this being released in 2004, seems pretty decent. It's a nice little album and very creative, as I mentioned. It's very powerful, very unique vocals, very unique guitar riffs, and a lot of cool production styles and lyricism that goes on to for an album like this. Very beautiful, very eerie, very creepy, very abrasive too, and makes it a interesting experience to compare it to in this album and this point of their career. Showing off the nice little versatility and creativity that they go into is very beautiful and well executed. I like it. It's really dope. I'm giving this a 9.5 out of 10 off of this album here, primarily because, like I said, it's a very beautiful album, very creative, very versatile in its creativity, very smooth, and a nice little listen to it. It's very cool. I like it. It's a nice follow for an album like Iowa, and it would shine pretty bright on its own. It's very dope. I like it. And that will conclude this episode for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully you got some new music out of it. Would I recommend this one? I would. It's pretty fun. It's a pretty interesting album. It's a pretty creative album too. If you like this project, great. If not, no worries. I love every single one of you guys. Thank you so much. But remember, this is just my personal opinion based off my personal enjoyment of this project. Thank you and keep on creating all the junkies.